Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Clothing podcast. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And how's it going, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm ready for some Kingdom of Clothing. Yeah, I'm super excited about Kingdom of Clothing. Why? Lately. Is our store not Kingdom of Clothing? Oh. Uh, because we sell more than clothing. Jesus Christ, how... Many times do I have to explain this to you assholes? Well, wait, so you're saying you're not supposed to wear a calendar? No, you are. Okay, so then I don't... Well, I'm not, I'm not crazy hot stuff. Um, you can wear, uh, you can wear the, the Christmas cards as pasties. <laughs> pasties. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you can wear... They're both the, delicious and revealing. <clears throat> the tiny plastics as butt beads. Yeah. Butt beads. Yeah. You could tape five pint glasses together to make a large and unwieldy glass glove. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. Uh, that'd be really... It, it would be almost worse than not having a hand. <laughs> you could make that clinking noise like the guy in The Warriors, though. Well, sure. Um, you could also pop the bottoms off of some pint glasses and use them as really cool bracers. Ooh. And then you could make clinking noises like that wizard in Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Hmm. What else do we sell? Uh, DVDs, which you right. could use to make a Lady Gaga dress. Yeah. Or a, a doctor's headband thing. An extremely okay. yeah. impractical pink, pinky ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that'd be rough. You'd have to, I mean, maybe if, I guess if you had like a weird pinky that grew out of somewhere that pinkies aren't supposed to go. Or no, just, you just work. <laughs> like you're you want to be fancy all the time, right? <clears throat> yeah, okay. I guess that would make you pretty fancy if you had a DVD of An Adventurer Is You, the Kingdom of Loathing documentary on your pinky every moment of every day. Man, guys, we've been working on so much Kingdom of Loathing, and there's so yeah. much going on behind the scenes, and everything is everything is exciting. Like, yeah. I, yesterday was so great, and yeah. I woke up today, and I was like, fuck, I can't wait to work. We got new devsters, and it's all humming. And then I, and... And then I sat down to work, and I was like, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> fuck everything, man. <laughs> yeah, I go from feeling really good about the work that I'm doing to feeling completely overwhelmed and... Uh underwater it's weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been having that oh my god i have to think of two more funny things to say about a cold skeleton <laughs> spoilers <laughs> no kidding um uh it's teeth are chattering right? yeah that one got used a lot <laughs> okay um it, it... <clears throat> it eats ice cream from Cold Bone Creamery. Oh. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Um, this is how the magic happens, folks. It can't <laughs> hear you because its frigid ears are gone. Oh. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> it, I thought you were going to say something about a frozen banana being stuck in its ears, but hmm. that, that works no. too. Um, it, let's... Uh, <laughs> wow, you're right. This is hard. Yeah, see? yeah. That's why this is your job and not mine. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I'll draw a tree. Yeah, that's right. You were you were uh, complaining about the things you had to draw today, and this time it was your own fault instead of me or Scully's. No, I wasn't complaining about them. I I just uh, I I decided on an art style which required a bunch of, you know, and this is not bad. It just, it required a bunch of just sort of painstaking, tedious work. Hmm. 
uh, to make these things. But that's all right, because that's, uh, that's a good thing for me to do when I'm feeling rudderless. Is painstaking, like, pains taking? Yeah, it's or is painstaking. It... You're taking pains. It's not painstaking. Painstaking, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like that wouldn't, a yeah. vampire. Uh-huh. Okay. But with the extra, or like if you're, or or if you were putting a tent on your window, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, okay. Um, right. Or if you were, do you say a tent like a T E N T? Yeah, but yeah. the funny thing is that it's also a T I N T. Yeah, tented, tent, tented, yeah, tented because windows. that's that's great. <laughs> wow. Can you also not hear the difference between tent and tint? Oh fuck you, Riff. <laughs> You know, they're the are... same goddamn <laughs> Wow, seriously? What what are you <sighs> Okay, it's the same that is the same vowel sound distinction as pen and pin. Tent yes. and tint. Yes. Do yes. you mean the same the same sound that you're making? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh wow, okay. I so Emily always thinks that I'm making fun of her for yeah. her weird turns of, of phrase that are, I mean, and I guess I just described it as weird turns of phrase. So maybe, so her, she has her, some, un, she has phrasing. some unusual regional Dialect. idioms. Yeah. yeah like yeah. just, and, and I draw attention it to it. Yeah. I, but I, but I, because I, because I'm thinking about it because it's remarkable because I am really interested in stuff like that. Sure. Not because I'm making fun of them, her, them it's well the thing is like that's that's a construction and it's it's obvious to her that she is saying words in an order whereas i really cannot tell if you guys are just saying the same thing twice and being funny about it we are not to to us it totally sounds we are not we never some weird red green color that that's why i I get so much glee out of this because the the disconnect is so amusing yeah it's funny that 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 you you literally can't yeah you literally can't hear this difference that we can hear and that's really strange and fun okay all right i mean i will grant you that that the like fuck the colorblind shirts are funny to me and yeah, oh yeah, that's no, I'm sure that, that is effectively sure what's going on here. No, but but I just I just I just want to clarify. You're saying that the thing you sleep in when you're camping and the treatment that darkens your windows are, are both the, are pronounced yeah. the same word. Yeah. They pronounce the same way to you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Maybe it's a Hawaiian thing. Like your mom has way fewer letters in her alphabet than we do, right? Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's like what, 14 letters or something. Yeah, and only zero of them are E. <laughs> are there? Is there an E in Hawaiian? Uh, the only Hawaiian think... word I know is humuhumunukunukwakwa. Well, there's and meli... that doesn't have an E in it. There's so. melikalikimaka. Oh, okay. Uh, which Le, is... Le has an L. In... Oh, it oh, does. It does. Oh, in fact, Leilani yeah. has yeah. Uh, an E in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, my spoilers. That's my mom's name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Um, we were going to reveal that at the end. Yeah, that was going to be the big do, twist. You'll, you'll see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been uh, we've been we've been busting our our little humps. Yep. Making Pow. cool stuff for the kids. I don't want to. I guess I don't really want to talk about what we're working on yet. Yeah. No, we should we should not spoil any more of it than I did. <laughs> yeah, it's close, but I've felt that way for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of little bits here and there and polish and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and we're we're I've getting ready a bunch to, well, of writing we're, to we're, do. We're, we're creeping right up on another item of the month and then we're also going to be 
driving a long distances, carrying lots of things. Yeah. I've got, what, two more days in Chicago, day and a half in Chicago, and then I'm driving to Phoenix, and then there's a bunch of other stuff happening. And we're going to stay in Phoenix for the 30 seconds that it takes to pack the car and then go to San Francisco. Uh-huh. I know you think that we need to spend nine years here before we make the second leg of the trip. Depends on how long it takes us to sign all those posters. That's oh, true. Fuck. Have you guys not signed the posters yet? No. no. We didn't know what... Work. Oh my god. Sign the fucking posters. Do Hurry you not up. Have to, do you not have to do it? I have to do it, but I figured I would do it last and then just mail them off. It doesn't save any time. We'll just all do it. We'll do them all at once. Well, yeah, you well, you have to sign them before I do. I, okay, yes, I guess we could do them all at once. That is that is true. We could just sit in like an assembly line. And yeah. Okay. And I mean, we're, but what we're what if one of us is faster sit. than the others? We're all going to get super super high, so we'll all be equally slow. <laughs> I was kidding, but that's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, it'll just happen anyway because the sharpies. We should. Somebody should go out sharpie. and buy some silver just sharpies or something. Pass, oh, we'll get pass the sharpie the on the left hand oh, okay. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A sharpie's like a duchy, only from Sweden. <laughs> Who makes sharpies? Wow, I don't know. I think I, it's the Swedes. I'll look it up. Sure, it's, I've got one in front of me right now. Uh, I'm willing to believe that it's the Swedes until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Wow, it says Wait. Acme. I have one in front of me too. Uh, sharpie fine point permanent marker. Sharpie fine point permanent marker. Yeah. Conforms to ASTM D4236 non-toxic. Yeah, what the fuck? Who uh, makes Sharpie? The text <laughs> on this crest is too small for me to read. I Ah, fuck, I'm old. That just happened. I just couldn't read something. <laughs> because I need fucking reading glasses. What? God damn it. Oh. Well, so Sharpie is its own little trademark. It's uh it Sharpie is made by Sharpie. Oh, but it, it's a subsidiary of Newell Rubbermaid. So Rubbermaid makes Sharpies. Something yeah. and Creative Materials Institute. Ugh. Let me see. You better not be able. To, you're older than me, asshole. <clears throat> so so Newell Rubbermaid. Uh, it also makes oh, wow, paper papermate pens and the Parker and Waterman pens. And I've never heard of Parker or Waterman pens. Really? Those are like fine writing instruments. Eh. Pens. Well, okay. If it makes you feel any better, I totally can't read that either. Okay. Pens. <laughs> pens are like booze in that I don't like. You get a 100% increase in quality by doubling the price of the cheapest possible pen, but you get a 5% increase by multiplying that by 100. Yeah. Sure. Um, they also and make so, no. Calphalon pans. You oh. You've heard of that. Yeah, I like those. And you, rubber, you've heard of Rubbermaid, like, uh, yeah. stuff, right? Like Containers. Containers, yeah. Food mm-hmm. storage and stuff. That's, that's, one way to, that's one way to piss off a rich lady. <laughs> <laughs> is to um, mm-hmm. yeah. serve her, her dinner in a Rubbermaid uh, plastic tub full of oats. Because then she'll think you mistook her for a horse. <laughs> Rich ladies hate that. <laughs> um, do you guys... Want to answer some questions? Want to answer some radio questions? Sure. Okay. Sure. 
Uh, let's go straight to the thread. Uh, oh man, I was all I was scrolled all the way to the bottom of it. Blister guy says. Question, can we get the option to have a green or even another color, perhaps? Chat message when something sells in our mall store? I know it wouldn't be for everybody because some people sell a lot of stuff, but I remember enjoying getting chat messages in World of Warcraft whenever something sold in the auction house. Mm. But I'm, so I'm sure it's something people would like in KOL. I agree that that was fun to get that message in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was. A buyer has been found for your whatever you transmuted. Yeah. How about, what if we charge one meat for every message sent? Hmm. It's like a tax, but it's because it's a new feature. Oh, yeah, it's okay for us to tax new things. Yeah, I mean, I don't... We don't, I don't see a charge for it. I don't see a problem with that, because it could just... You know, we could just make mall store purchases generate an event. Right. All right. I mean, I just don't know what happens when you happen to have the cheapest of something in the mall when somebody who's running Mafia and it is auto-purchasing oh, and things. buying them one at a time. Yeah, it's buying them one at a time. Yeah, like, <sighs> you, you know. But if it's an opt-in thing and it gets annoying, like, well, maybe you shouldn't have given people such a good deal on right soft greens or whatever Mafia buys on its own. Maybe if it popped its own tab in the tab chat, assuming you were using tab chat, that wouldn't well, it, be a bad thing. Huh. Yeah, I feel like there is is just show up in whatever tab you're in. Well, isn't there isn't that configurable? Isn't there an option to make them show up in their own tab? That's like possible. wasn't that that was a feature of the original tab chat, uh, the Grease Monkey tab chat that I will look. Our tab chat was based on. Yeah, I don't even know where those uh, where those options are anymore. But yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Wax says, "When's the last time you guys did a bad moon run?" I've never done a bad moon run. Uh, I did I did enough bad moon to get the cat, and then I think I did the run with the cat to permanently unlock that, but I never went back after that. Canifier says, better question, Whack. Oh, how presumptuous. When's the last time you guys did any run without using any dev-related modifications at all? I did an entire zombie hardcore run. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do it without dev-related modifications because I forced rollovers hmm. right. I did it I mean assuming that that having the uh, the extra dev information that pops up and tells you like for example what what your dice rolled when you were rolling for item drops uh, that I get just from being on the dev server then I didn't that only serves to make you any. sad it's not actually yeah pretty much <laughs> I've rolled multis a bunch, but I don't. I actually don't know if I've ascended any of them. I've gone through like level eight or nines quests a bunch of times from from start to level eight or level nine. Yeah, well, you give up as soon as you hit level eleven because that's when the game starts to fucking suck. Right. Ugh. Denied. Incorrect. Mm. Mm. That's when it gets awesome. Don't worry, buddy. I'll make it good. You'll see. <laughs> Oh, man. It's going to be great forcing you to rewrite stuff that you wrote. <laughs> like, do this again, only better, oh. asshole. That's what all the pings are going to say. Uh, Aelfin says, 100% agreed with the latest podcast. I keep ascending and then giving up once I reach level 11. <laughs> <laughs> really Time looking forward to revamps there. All uh, you people are so wrong. What's the next chunk of content to go in? <laughs> Not trying to sound impatient, just curious. Well, we got a big thing underway, um, yep. after which... Level 11 is, 
so so the thing about level 11 is not it, there isn't going to be a level 11 revamp i don't think oh yeah well not as not such. a not as such right like i'm going to make that quest for the hippie and i've i've like figured out what all this is going to be uh, okay. the quest where the, you get a boat are right? you going to incorporate the stuff that rift did like 3 or 4 years ago to I'm going to uh, like pre-making yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to consider stuff. it. Okay. Right. Um we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see what we'll see what happens with cuz I haven't really I haven't thought So I I was thinking like somebody pointed out in dev yesterday that it is confusing now that the florist friar has opened up to the players a list of all of the zones in the game right. that the desert has the same name for the hydrated and unhydrated versions. Mm, like we wow. have notes, we have notes on it, so they look different to us right. in our tools, but they are things that don't show up to players. Um, and I think that the way that I would probably do that now is that I would make it a zone, make it one zone. But if you don't have ultra hydrated, you get these horrible negative effects at the end of the combats hmm. there. Right? So okay. the the casual player's route is to just go spend some time getting ultra hydrated you know, every once in a while. And then the speed player just has to deal with the has to just rides over know, the speed bump. Yeah, like either get either either get things that drop other places that that you know cancel out those effects or deal with them, hmm. you know. And and then and then change the the lengths of things to reflect that. Um But yeah, I mean, you know, doing the doing the hippie thing that gets you to the island, doing a quest that you get without really trying in the pirate area to join the crew of the pirate ship so that then that stage of the level 11 quest becomes join the crew of the pirate ship right and then there is a quest that has a quest tracker for all of those things that you have to do probably right. collapse those down to a more narrow level range um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of minor things but but yeah you know I'll get to it I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to spend a significant portion of this year working on that that's what i'm hoping for and we'll have we should have some new content to roll out between the thing yeah. we're working on now and then yeah oh absolutely because there's that thing i did that should be pretty much done by now yep yep, yep, yep. snave is, says what i was gonna say is uh do you think that you'll be done with level 11 by the time we transition from big to the next thing no okay. no Right. I would say almost certainly not. Okay. I mean, that's I <clears throat> I don't have a sense of how long or involved the changes are going to be, so. Yeah, and I don't either. That's the problem. Okay. Right. But I am I am pretty sure they are not trivial. We don't have uh we don't have that much longer. Although I guess big is fairly new. It's like a month old. It's right? a month old. We're mm. we're a third of the way through it at this point. Yeah. yeah. Snave says, what type of place is the Palindome exactly? I've never quite been able to get my head around it and recently found out via the florist friar that it's deemed an outdoor environment, not indoors. Is it one of those giant convention halls or some ruined dome-like structure from a bygone era or an open NASCAR circuit with a half-dome rain shelter? It is its own world in which everything is a palindrome 
and it has a it is like there's like a self-contained sun yeah, inside it has its, the building. It's own little sun. So it is it is dome. outdoors. Yeah. It is always noon because you can always get sun at noon Tanis. Yeah. So it's outdoors but it's like an inside outdoors. Yeah. Stay like tuned to Video Dyson Games Hot Dog sphere. for more talking about this exact weird thing. <laughs> um, Glebe says, well, sir, yeah, you know, I guess it is like a Dyson Sphere. Like, mm. maybe the sun inside the palindrome was the the sun for a civilization eons ago. Oh. They built a Dyson Sphere. It's a little tiny civilization. Yeah, and then they built a whole planet around it. And their Dyson Sphere just was like the size of a building. And it crashed into the Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Neat. It was a Dyson Sphere that crashed into Loathing. So it just looks like a dome from the outside, but inside it's actually a sphere. Yeah, well, it's a sphere that the bottom half is filled with dirt. Oh. And that the walls have been etched down to be parallel or perpendicular to the ground. <laughs> okay. By erosion. <laughs> Uh, Glebe says, do you remember when you added the smiling rat to make an easier to find version of the volleyball? Will dancing and winking rats be introduced as well? The gravy fairy is a bit obscure to figure out and you can get unlucky with lucky charms. Might be a good idea to make the lucky charms auto drop the familiar hatchling if you don't have one. Um, I don't know that that's like, I don't think that the fairy is as essential as the volleyball. No. And the right, leprechaun because, is certainly less yeah, essential with, with, than with the volleyball... Without a volleyball, it it feels as though it takes like twice as long. To yeah, play. it feels as though there is not very much content in the game, right? Because you are you have comparatively few options for a long period of time, and but that sort of implies that a new player, when they get the smiling rat, uses it. That they use it, yeah, isn't necessarily the case. I'll bet that they do, generally. Now that it now that it tells you what it does, okay, right. I think I think that you you start to see. All right, well, this is going to make those things fill up faster. Those little bars. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, top twelve fourteen says so. Since some runs that abused the mini adventurer got nuked, how many runs actually abused that bug? Did some abuse it, but not to the extent of the nuked ones? It's hard to say. Um, I haven't super investigated the logs around that, right? And I've sort of yet to determine how to feel about that whole thing. Uh, let's see. And then people talking to each other in this thread. Grimmy says, "Take this as you will. Be it a question, suggestion, or subtle begging. Do not penalize people for doing big runs when the season ends." My reasoning: I found KOL through a chatmate from a different forum who played the game before. His reason for not coming back was the whole ascension thing—to go through all of that and then have to start over from scratch. No thanks. With big, this could help retain new players. They get to try new classes and not have to do the daily grind of building themselves up from nothing again. Would kill off that part of the frustration. It also helps them explore new content in other areas when they learn about it. As for fears that big will outpace the regular path, people will still do the regular path for the challenge: speed, starting from scratch for those who like that sort of challenge, etc. Also, doing the normal run and being the naughty sorcerer at level 13 gives you instant karma. Whereas to get that in big, you have to put in some work to drop down those levels to hit level 13. That's a thing that we should fucking stop from happening anyway. You think? It depends on how hard it is to down level. If it is actually hard, then that's fine. If but it's easy, you think we should just get rid of it entirely? Yeah. Okay. Like, because <laughs> I, I don't... 
the the reason that you get instant karma for killing the naughty sorcerers at level 13 is to encourage people to go fast and if you start past level 13 that it's no longer incentivizing the same thing yeah we should probably just remove that instant karma yeah uh, so in this case, doing regular karma run gives you potential bonus in run as every 10th ascension can get you a free skill. Thanks for reading slash listening, Grimmy. Like, that thread in which everybody for five pages is fucking panicking about the idea that we're going to start charging karma for big runs is one of the most depressing things that has happened on the forums yeah. in years. Well, that, that was the whole idea was a misconception, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, n- because nobody ever fucking said that. Yeah, no. And the, I keep going into I'm, the thread I saying, said that. we're not, I, I, I think that maybe over the course of the discussion, you were like, hey, we could even charge karma for it. And I was like, right. no. And I keep telling them, in the fucking thread that we're not planning on doing that, we're not considering doing that, we're not going to do it, yeah. and they keep fucking panicking about it, and it. So this is depressing in the same way that that Jarlsberg spell cap thing was depressing. So that was depressing because it was like, all right, well, I guess my job is to make video games and then be a politician that convinces people that good things are good, even though the the grassroots like gut reaction consensus is that they're not now i think all right well that's still my job except it won't fucking work because no one can read <laughs> i should just stop reading the forums mm. no just don't read the comments <laughs> uh, so just read the first post of every thread. Well, exactly. no, it's still a comment. <laughs> Is mm. it though? Mm. Huh. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Glebe said, "We are we are not charging karma for big." And I would say it louder if I thought it would make any fucking difference. Yeah. Here's here's a question: <clears throat> Do you consider giving no karma reward as charging karma? Oh, I bet they do. So that I mean that, that's a thing, right? Like I think it's possible that we might do it with just zero karma reward, which you can't if because it costs karma to sperm things, you wouldn't necessarily do anything, right? Like I I don't know. I it is weird how that people are getting sort of worked up about something that we haven't even come close to making any kind of decisions about. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the reason, you know, so my fear is that the reason that people are so panicky about us not letting big continue to be the way that it is, is because they are planning on never doing a non big run ever again. Hmm. Because why else would you care? Hmm. Like, well, or, I mean, people are making arguments about how even if they're not excited about it, like it seems to be something that they really enjoy the fact that it exists and that people can, can do it. Right. Like, which is a thing. F says, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but can the fryer yell at you daily to tell you to use him? Uh, I'm pretty sure that the answer that F knows to this is eat a dick F. (laughs) Um, no, uh, so let's see, maybe make visiting the fryer a skill that shows up in your drop down during combat. I don't like the idea of making it a skill. The problem with having the friar tell you 
that you haven't used him is that you haven't used him is not a discrete state. Hmm. Like, probably to the people who are using him in one particular way, they can imagine a set of circumstances under which, oh, if I haven't planted the plus item plant today, I would like the friar to remind me that I have not yet planted the plus item plant in an indoor area, right? But that's not... That's one of 30 things that he does, right? So how does the game know when there is still more important stuff for you to do with the friar today, right? The game doesn't know which of those things are important to you. No. And so he either bothers you as long as there is anything that he can do, which would get super fucking annoying From because, like, because if you're level one, if you're level too. one, hey, come on, fucking go underwater. I've still got some shit I can plant, asshole. Come on, come yeah. on. You haven't, you haven't used all the plants you could be using today, dipshit. And you don't want that. So there is, there is an extremely ambiguous set of criteria for when you want this thing to remind you of something. And you can probably point to examples of times that we could see, well, is this true? Well, if so, then yes, have the friar say something. But coming at it generally, it is a lot harder to like decide when that's supposed to happen. Right? And I think that if it started... like. If it happens too often, you tune it out, and it becomes valueless. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe there is maybe there is some solution that plays off of... You... Like... He reminds you every day that you have not visited him yet until you say, all right, asshole, knock it off. Stop reminding me. <laughs> and then you just know, you keep track of, well, okay, so I've done this and this and this today, but now I'm done. Now I have done everything that I can do with him that is important, so I'm going to tell him to knock it off. But then that's kind of the same as you just doing that, hmm. right? I mean, you could put a reminder in your quest log. Reminder, colon, use the florist fryer today. And then you'll see it when you log in. So it'll put it in your head. Oh, I need to use the florist fryer today. And then you'll do it. That is one of the most requested features that has already existed for many years. <laughs> uh, the reminder thing? Yeah, the reminder thing. It's probably just not documented. No, you know what? I'm almost certain that it is documented. Uh, sorry, I told you to eat a dick. F. <laughs> uh, Vlad TP says, "I fuck." <clears throat> yeah, you totally <clears throat> mispronounced his <throat> name. Flam Slam Steak says, "Is there a reason the actual reality goggles aren't a free pull? Can they be a free pull? It's annoying to not have them during a hardcore run simply because the grimoire doesn't want to give me a pair." Um, they have an auto sell value, which is why they currently do not are not uh, free pulls. So we could give them zero auto sell yeah. and make them a free pull, which diminishes ever so slightly the value of that grimoire. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, what what auto sell value do they have? Five meat. <laughs> ah, nobody cares. Give them give them zero, and All right. make them a free pull. You doing it? I'm uh, sure. Okay. Uh, 
the thing is, should they still be discardable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wish that was. I wish that that didn't work the way that it did. Mm-hmm. That it's, a zero auto sell plus discardable equals actual discard link. Yeah. All right, done. Okay. Uh, Canifier40 says, can using 374 or 373 skeletons refill your jick jar, please? There doesn't even have to be a sword at the top. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> that was your answer? Just a sigh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Locator says, uh, wow, that's either the fastest case of asking you shall receive I've ever seen, or you guys had this update in the works already. Either way, thanks. Uh, from the Dungeon Fist thing. Somebody somebody wrote, yeah, I guess it was in the la- in last week's question uh, about the Dungeon Fist, uh, the ability to auto-complete it once you've completed it once. Right. We've been meaning to do that for a really long time. It's just that it was brought to my attention in a recent radio thread, and... There was a moment where it felt like Chris Moyer was working but didn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, you know what would make people really happy if you did this right now was this. And then he just did it. And then that's. That was. That day was weird. There were a bunch of trivial updates that made people pretty happy. Each of them took 0% of the day. <laughs> but that's all I did that day. <laughs> I, I think you might be underestimating the percentage of the day that each of them took you. Well, one. One percent, let's say. Okay. Between zero and one. None of those were... Like, if you if you put those things on a to-do list, for me, I would say... If you put those things on a to-do list, and there were 45 minutes until I had to go to lunch, I would say, I am going to complete every item on this to-do list before I go to lunch. And then I would do it. Huh. But it's like, it's one of those days where I was mostly just being angry about the forums and talking to people in dev and just not really accomplishing anything. It would have been a good day to be working on artwork, but I didn't, uh, I didn't have the spirit in me. What was that like downtime discussion you were having today? On, on the Twitters? On the, tw- the Twittospheres. Oh, I was just, I mean, Zach Gage posted something about like, the the struggle in being self-employed to be okay with not doing anything. And what does that what does that mean? I guess. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I I immediately could relate to that struggle, right? But it is ill it is ill defined. Every day where I don't, every day that I live that does not result in a tangible increase in the amount of video game that I made is a day where I beat myself up about wasting my life. Interesting. And he posted a thing that seemed to indicate that he had some, he had learned some secret to not feeling like that anymore. And then I was like, hey, what's the secret? And he was like, you know what? I was just kidding. I still fucking, this is terrible. <laughs> like, I, oh, oh, thanks, Zach Gage. <laughs> like, I, guess, I mean, I guess I'm glad I asked. Because, <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, the, the, like, the secret is faith. <sighs> God. Oh, Jesus was the answer. Jesus yes. was the dark carnival yes. all along. That's the, that's the cool, cool. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Th so this was rough. Like, I... The fact that you, Hot Stuff, got mm. sick. Yeah. Which, like, That's that... That threw off all our plans. Yeah, like, what, like, there, there was, there was, like, this is how this time is gonna be. We've got, we've got, like, X amount of stuff to do, which is evenly divisible between shit that I have to do and shit that you have to do. Yeah. And then, I did all my stuff, and when it was time for you to work, you got the flu. And, yep. you know shit happens right like this kind of thing happens but for whatever reason like being thrown off of that particular like company-wide stride like that it just kind of ruined me huh, like sucks. i and but the thing is like there are any number of things that i could have done during that period of like 10 days but what i did was just sort of stagger around in a haze saying well I can't work on this stuff until Hot Stuff is done with his part of it. So I guess I will just continue to stagger around in a haze feeling guilty about not doing anything and just getting mad and sad about stuff all the time. I don't know, man. That, it, like, <clears throat> it's not... It, like... I would say it's not your fault, but there's nothing to be your fault, right? I mean, like it's it, it's just a it's just a thing that happened. It was a it was an unexpected delay, which the only thing about unexpected delays is that they are 100% guaranteed to occur, <laughs> right? And yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things where like I I was in bed all day and I could have gotten out of bed and done some work, but I feel like that would have just delayed the like it would have in increased the longevity of whatever bug I was feeling. You know? Yeah, like, and probably the work wouldn't have been any good. Right. You know, like, it's... Uh, yeah, I... Uh, you know, progress got made because there is a huge, huge pile of stuff that Riff and Scully are working on mm -hmm. for this that is independent of all of the shit that you and I are doing, right? And it, and it's like, it's... It probably didn't delay the release of this content by a measurable amount of time. You being unable to work on it for 10 days but it just like I don't know what it was I don't know what I don't know what is wrong with me that that was like such a blow well, to I me well I feel like you had you had like decided in advance sort of what the progression was and when that progression just went 90 degrees or whatever from what it was supposed to like all of a sudden you're like well fuck now what and yeah and I mean never, I guess it happened in never, a way that I couldn't do anything about right like if it had been my fault if if Stuff had been delayed by a day because I drank too much and couldn't work the next day because I was hungover. Right. right? Then I can, then all I have to do is work twice as hard for the next two days and I'm back above water. And right. in, in this case, there was just nothing I could do about it, right? Like, this is just, this is work that I want you to do. Yeah. Right? Like, I could do it myself, but it wouldn't be as good as if you did it. And, the, you know, the, this is your part of the deal. So, right. yeah, just, I don't know, man. You gotta, you gotta get back to where the sun is, and we gotta, <laughs> we gotta exercise, and we gotta be healthy, and never get any older. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Lilac says, "What is your opinion of the speedrunning community as a whole right now? It seems like tensions have been high for the last few months." Um, I don't. We we, uh, we skipped skipped a question, uh, we which did. I will get back to. But 
you know, there, so there's this ongoing thing where, like, whatever the the sort of like largest RNG swing or like sort of the the biggest roadblock to largest perceived roadblock to sort of like most interesting speed game thing is at the moment becomes this huge talking point right and we've like just always been dealing with those like just time after time after time yeah and i so i react extremely poorly to the jacob applebaums of the world who feel Inf- information must be yeah who feel who fixed. feel that the best oh. way to get somebody to take action to fixing a security vulnerability is to immediately publicize that vulnerability so that it gets abused in a way that causes a bunch of fucking damage and forces you to fix it right away and so all of and the just like the all, can, the canonical example is the what the San Francisco yeah the parking, parking meter meters. the parking meters in San Francisco which yeah. somebody you know you can look that up and I know, I know that there is a big portion of our player base that really disagrees with me about the way that these things should be handled, and that what they will say is, well, them posting this bug publicly made it so you fixed the bug, therefore the world is better than it was before this bug was fixed. Except that it, them posting the bug publicly made me fix the bug and hate my fucking job. And so it's up to you to determine whether you think that's a good thing about the world or not. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, nobody can possibly say, based on all possible worlds, what, what a good decision is or not, right? right. Like, so the thing, that, the, thing, I think the thing that actually upsets me about that whole exchange and that whole thread is the implication that... If I had reported this bug, they wouldn't have fixed it. Even though yeah, the same fucking cocksucker who posted this one publicly in the forums had reported a similar bug or had discovered and not reported, but one of his fucking cronies reported a similar bug two days earlier, which we fixed within minutes of finding out about it. Yep. And so the rationalization that I posted this publicly because a bug report wouldn't have accomplished anything is is just, is like there is a special circle of hell for people who lie in that particular way. Like people who lie in a way that makes people look bad and is also a a compelling story that people will believe. Because like fucking Grindar, who, why the fuck do I not just ban these assholes from the forums? The people who never have anything good to say about anything. And all they ever do, whether they have a fucking point or not, is just spew shit and poison into a community that I care about. People it's popping not, in and I, saying, well, they, they you know, th- this is what you have to do. You have to raise a stink because they don't fix bugs. You know what? Yes, we goddamn fucking do. And all of I mean, the, ex- we, all of the examples... There are bugs that we have let's sit for a long time like i'm i'm you can you can point to a bunch of specific <clears throat> examples of stuff that has been but not but not like this true like the if if there's something serious i feel like we do try to address it so i so we for instance yesterday 
yesterday, last week. Everything is either yesterday or when I was a kid. <laughs> <clears throat> Somebody wrote into the radio about the llama gong thing and how you could use the llama gong non-combat to get one free turn in the hidden city. Per per usage of the yeah. gong or whatever. And, and so I looked at that and I thought, ah, fucking hidden city. That is a thing that obviously needs to be revamped, if not from a gameplay perspective, at least technically, right? But that is a ton of work for essentially no benefit, right? And like it's no, it's, it's not going to be any new content. It's just yeah. Be, and and so yeah. if you can if you can do something that is a big pain in the ass to set up and save one turn, that is just not that big of a deal. And you know what? It's fucking not. It is not that big of a deal. If some people know about that and get a one-turn advantage, and some people don't know about it, like, yes, from a certain point of view where everything is just as important as everything else, that is an unfair world, and somebody should do something about this. But when a bug arises that lets you, for no effort, save 15 turns... And you say, well, this is the same category of bug that for an hour of effort saves you one turn. So, of course, it's the same fucking thing. And since you didn't care about that first one, you wouldn't care about this one. But that is crazy disingenuous to say that. And that is the thing that drives me fucking nuts about this. Like, like Jesus, that guy that posted in the forums, they shouldn't add any new content until oh all of the God. bugs are fixed. Like, well, that this was is, just basic this is what we're about this is what we're fucking dealing works. with, right? Like, just this that level of that level of just and like, no offense to the autistic, but that is a very autistic way of looking at the world. And as much as growing up as a nerd, you don't want these things to be true. They are. It doesn't fucking work that way. Like, you can't make the world a better place by being totally honest all the time <laughs> with the girl who asks you if this dress makes her look fat. Like, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And when you actually have to do things in the real world, you have to make fucking compromises because there's a limited amount of time and a limited amount of money and a limited amount of creative juice that you have to apply to solving problems. And in a complex system, there are a tremendous number of problems. And different categories of problems are of different levels of importance to different people, right? Right. We do not have the luxury of belonging to one of those groups. We have the burden of having to try to use the resources that we have at our disposal to provide the best experience to all of those groups that we can. And, you know, if I felt like this was a case where speedsters didn't feel like they had been getting enough attention and so lashed out at us by doing this thing so that we would be forced to address these outstanding critical issues, then it would be one thing. But no, it was a guy who got pissed off that we caught him cheating, knocked one of his fucking leaderboard runs off of the leaderboard, and then so he did this fucking dick move that he knew would piss us off, but he also knew would result in us fixing this thing, which would make him a fucking hero. Here's a question. Though. Do, you, do you really consider that cheating? I guess, I mean, I guess you do, right? Like, that's, <clears throat> that's, the, that's the... I feel like I'm, I'm so, so far outside of right. the, the, like, the community. Like, when, when I was a player, 
I would find shit, report it, and then immediately start exploiting it, right? But <laughs> and the, like, but the, the the critical the critical step that is missing here is report it. <clears throat> right? Yeah. If you had discovered something that let you post an unassailable leaderboard run, I would have let it sit there for a couple days so that you'd get your glory, and then I would have removed it. But because you reported it, I would not have punished you any further. When you yeah. don't report it, that's that's the dividing that's line. That's the dividing line. Because that because reporting it is the difference between somebody who is out to seek their own fucking glory or somebody who is out to is out to actually improve the world for other people. And you can't like saying, "Oh, well, somebody else reported it. I knew somebody else was going to report it, so I didn't." Tough shit. If you do something like that, submit a fucking bug report, yeah. even if you are certain that somebody else did, because that is the only way you will ever be clean. Or claiming that that because you posted three lines about it in the wiki, that that counts as having reported it. Right. Like we would not, we would not create an item of the month that just for free, for no effort, cut fifteen turns off of a run. If we did, if we had done that on purpose, we would have been crucified for it. Right. And so. I'm pretty fucking sure that when somebody realizes the same people that would have crucified us for this realize that some inadvertent aspect of it, which, and again, this is one of those things where I was like, the reason that you could fucking get out of that choice adventure without making a choice is because I thought when I put this thing in there, I'm like, you know, it is possible that somebody would buy this thing and want to do a little bit of research before they fig- before they decide what they're going to commit to for the rest of their ascension. So maybe maybe I shouldn't trap people in this choice adventure. You know, maybe I should let let them back out of it and you know, not that there's anything else that they really could have done that required them to not be in a choice adventure or whatever, but it just seemed friendlier to let you leave that choice adventure right. without making a choice. And that is what that is what produced this like negative fifteen turns to all your runs exploit. So yes, it was pretty fucking obvious that it was an exploit. You know? And the the idea this is this is the problem, right? If the exact same like if basically the exact same thing hadn't happened a week ago, been reported and been fixed, then I would have believed that this new one, oh, I what? I didn't think it was cheating. That's why I told everybody about this cool new strategy that I determined. You know, what's what's frustrating is <clears throat> like I feel like at heart I don't feel like these people are trying to be jerks, right? Like I feel like they they feel like they have the game's interests at heart, right? Like <clears throat> There is just a there's I feel like there might be a culture clash or something going on. Like there's something there's something there's some way in which we're having a disconnect. There's right? a, but th- so there is some there and is some tunnel vision about the particular way in which the game is important to them. Right? Okay. Like they they have a view that if this particular aspect of the game is compromised, then the game is compromised. What is frustrating to me is tunnel vision so intense that you refuse to believe that anything isn't that isn't in the tunnel is real. 
<clears throat> I mean, do you not feel like it's possible that we suffer from the same thing from the developer side of things? Like, you know, we know what we want the game to be, and people are playing it in different ways. Right, like I, I remember, you know, way, way back in the day when, when like, I said the mall wasn't the game. This yes. is it's like so. This is <laughs> right. my this is my PvP moment where I I forever ruined our working relationship by doing this <laughs> one thing. Um, so we'll, we'll get into it. We'll explain that anecdote at some okay. point. Um, no, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'll I'll let you finish your story. Well, no, no so, but I mean, you're right, the, the mall thing. So, <clears throat> like, you had said, you were pissed, I forget, I, I forget all, all the details of it specifically, but you were, you were pissed that people were so invested in the mall to the exclusion of, like, playing the fucking game. And, you know, I, this was just when I had, you know, just started playing, and I was really enjoying the sort of economic meta game that KOL engendered. And I was like, you know, you didn't design this necessarily, but a lot of people are really enjoying playing with the economy. I, you know, I, I, I would hope that you would, you'd be excited about the fact that <clears throat> there's these sort of emergent systems that people are, are really engaged with and, and having a good time with and stuff. And, and I think, I mean, I think you were like, okay, that sort of makes sense. You know, you, like you definitely didn't want to cater to people who just wanted to play at the mall but at the same time, you didn't want to destroy that as sure. a way for people to have fun. So, so our challenge, the thing that the thing that is our job in a broad sense, is making individual play styles fun, insofar as it does not unduly reduce the fun of people who aren't invested in that particular play style, okay. right? And so this one, you know, this stuff, pretty cut and dried. This is just a bug fix, right? Like the fact that you could derive an ascension advantage by dicking around with zero adventures in the hidden city, obviously a fucking bug, right? Right. Which is why the fucking right thing to do would be to submit a fucking bug report, which we would have fixed the same fucking day, you goddamn cocksucking asshole. Sorry. <sighs> stuff like stuff in the past like the I was just reading through that thread where where somebody's out of some assholes one day run got ruined because somebody wanged him while he was trying to kill a Hobopolis boss oh, in run. <laughs> it gave him like one one more yeah effect. one more effect and so it triggered the and wow. and so yep so then. Uh, there was there was a discussion. Ah, I kept waiting for somebody to reply to to this guy who was like somebody you know somebody posted. Man, remember back in the day when like Mr. Bill did a one day run and everybody was watching and everybody was really excited about it. What happened? And this guy was like, Mr. Bill wasn't an asshole, <laughs> and just people acted like that was just irrelevant. Like didn't matter. Also, he goes by Mr. William now. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> I thought it was just Mr. Will. <laughs> Mr. Will. Ah, oh, man, is it going to be a whole year that goes by where we don't get to have any beers with him? Yeah, sad. Mm. Uh, well, we can do it by proxy. We can we can send Emily while she's working at the working for no pay. The... Man, don't even get me started. 
<laughs> it's too late. I'm already started. But, like, I am still... I, I resisted this for a really long time. I don't even know how it is now. Can you fight Hobopolis bosses in Ronin? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you can either. But we were being... There were, they were pleading with us, look, if you, if you can fight clan dungeon bosses in Ronin, everyone has to fight clan dungeon bosses in Ronin to get the benefits of the drops from the clan dungeon bosses. So you have a responsibility to make it so we can't do this. So, but then you made a box, right? Like out of a bindle or whatever. Oh, so is that is that where that... Yeah, that's where the bindle of joy... Does everything from. go into... No, I... I, uh, I think... I think that that's what happens if you're in Ronin. Those already right. existed, though. Those existed when Hobopolis rolled, I think. It's possible that I changed it so anything that drops from a boss while you're in Ronin drops into that box. Yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Given I was just looking at those property lists, and that, that is probably the change that we made. But they, it was so clear to those guys that the right thing to do was to not let you into Hobopolis when you were in Ronin or Hardcore. Because being able to go in there meant that they had to go in. You know what? They didn't actually think that. Because there was the easy thing that you could do in there that was of a great benefit to them the back in the day. Yeah. The sewer leveling before other stuff. So they were like, well, I want to be able to do this stuff that's fun to me, but I don't think that I should be allowed to do this stuff that isn't fun to me. I, I understand that perspective, but I think that our perspective is better. I think that our perspective, which considers both that perspective and the perspective of everyone else who may or may not want access to that content under various circumstances for whatever reason, like... I get, I get what you're saying, Hot Stuff, that our, in the same way that those guys have tunnel vision about the way that the speed game works and how that's the game to them, we do have a perspective, but our job is to try and make our perspective as broad as possible, as opposed to as narrow as possible. So sure. I, no, I don't, I don't think that we are just as guilty of whatever crime is being committed as they are, right? But, I mean, this is like saying, like, no, I mean, I get I get that being a Democrat is just as much a political ideology as being a Republican, but it's okay to blindly stick to a, a political ideology when it's the right one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that follows here, Right? Because the struggle, the struggle is not us versus them. The struggle is them versus everything that is not them and us mediating it. Right? Because they want things that will be bad for other people. And our job is to determine, well, how bad and is it worth it? Yeah, I mean, that's a, the cost-benefit thing is something that is much harder for, I think, a player to grok. Right, like, <clears throat> and I mean, Do you we... get somebody. So, like, I I like Saltisid, right? But he he posted something that, and he apologized ahead of time. And this was, you know, this was about as good as this kind of thing can get. But I forget what it was even about. It was like, uh, how did they not see this coming? 
right? Mm -hmm. Like, how did they not, like, when it is so obvious to us, as soon as this thing drops, what has to be done with it? How did they not see this? And in almost every case, we did see it. We bet that it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And and we lost. <laughs> and if fixing and if fixing it meant that meant that stuff would be significantly less fun for right. the other groups that we're beholden to, right. then we let it slide. And sometimes that's okay and sometimes it's not. And it is not nearly as easy to predict things as it is to remember things. <laughs> so like <clears throat> Yeah, I it is it is so hard to make items of the month now. Well, it just gets hard. It just every gets year. Harder, I mean, every harder. every year, I think this is too hard. We're not going to be able to do this anymore. And then every year, it's like, well, fuck. I guess we did twelve in a row. Like, <laughs> you know, it's and 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 I mean, part of it is like, you know, I just kind of want to look at myself in the mirror and like, shut up, pussy. You. Just slap yeah. yourself. Yeah, but but I mean, it's like you look at look at your fucking life. What time did you have to get up today? Oh, whenever. Oh, poor baby. Like, what, you know, what what do you what like? What are the rigors of your job? Yo, oh, did you have to draw some stick figures today? Oh, right. Right. and like, yeah. So I, I feel like an asshole even talking about these things being difficult. But right, you know, <clears throat> it sounds like I'm in as bad as a mood as I was last week. <laughs> but I'm totally not. <laughs> like, you're you're a difficult man to scrut. Mm. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds dirty. J J Nips writes, Chicken Friends! Due to real-life burnout, I've taken to doing some oxyruns. Oxyruns are great! I love consumables as much as the next guy, and I pound down spleen stuff like a crack addict to pick up the slack, <laughs> but in the end, I'm left with a manageable number of turns. This makes an oxyrun actually feel like a challenge. You've professed to want some challenge runs that slow things down. Low-scale zombie and Jarlsberg at first did this, but after repeated ascensions, they end up as fast as any other path. What are your thoughts on a very turn-gen-limited path that was an oxy? What kind of trade-offs do you think would be necessary to make this an enjoyable challenge? Thanks, as always. That's an interesting question. I mean, if we I did it, like if we too. did a really limited turn gen challenge path, I think just not very many people would play it. Hmm. You know, I I wish that I could go back in time and not have produced the levels of turn gen that I produced. Maybe it's okay if one of these one of these paths is not as popular. I mean, if we we've set up the thing where we alternate one crazy popular and crazy content rich path with one that's relatively simple. Sure. I mean, maybe we just roll this one out as the one after sneaky Pete or something that everyone's going to yeah. be playing a ton of. I mean, we could do, we could do a, and I mean, we've proven this in the past. We could do a run that you could not, we could do a challenge path that you could not possibly even playing balls out with every skill permed. You could not possibly ascend in fewer than, 14 days and then have there just be a super awesome and powerful aftercore item that you got for mm. doing that and people would do it but they would describe it as a thing that they had to suffer through right like people see bad moon as a punishment and bad moon is the game right like if you had to if you had to describe what is bad moon like is it like a bitch? 
Bad Moon is vanilla KOL. Hmm. Huh. I mean, with a with a little bit of stuff, with a little bit of like friendly stuff thrown in to make it less like vanilla KOL and more like what people are accustomed to. But it's still like, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's certainly less different than a lot of the challenge paths. Yeah. Right. But it's slow. It's slow yeah. when you don't have access to all your perm skills. You know, it's it's slow. It's slow when it is slow when you do not have access to a decade of accumulated power creep. Ugh. I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, let's see. Stumps McGee says, so it seems like the mini-adventurer doesn't ever act in the Crown of Thrones during combat. Also, it always reverts to the picture, to the <laughs> default picture, not the class-based one. Is this just how the mini-adventurer is going to work, or is it on the list of things to maybe fix? Yeah, I don't... When Jamelli's working a lot, we stuff like that falls through the cracks. <laughs> we talked about it, and we just never assigned him anything. Yeah. I I sort of made the executive decision that I wasn't going to like roll it out late because we didn't have crown of thrones behavior and then we just got to working on this other thing that's way more interesting than putting crown of thrones behavior on the mini adventure or <laughs> fixing image display bugs in a weird new thing <laughs> that doesn't work like anything else um on an unrelated note, continues Stumps McGee, if you were to come up with a new path that gives you a new class, but there was no advantage to doing 30 of them, and each run you were exactly as powerful, something more like Surprising Fist, would you consider that a once-a-year avatar path, or is there a chance that we could see a few of those mixed in randomly in addition to avatar paths? I would consider that to be an avatar path. Like, to me, what determines the difference between a content-heavy path and a and an easy but technically different path is the amount of content, not right. not any particulars of the progression mechanic. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, if so, if Jarlsberg had not let you perm Jarlsberg skills, it would sure as shit still be an avatar path. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I don't know. I I kind of liked the idea of you not being able to perm Jarlsberg skills. You know, having it be like, well, you, there's a lot of choices to make, right? This is a, this is a pretty spidery skill tree. So, but then I felt like it was more interesting that like, well, so this skill is a good first choice, but only if you already have this skill, you know, which makes it not the first choice anymore, but, but like, plus just generally Boris Yellsberg and Sneaky Pete are such a trio that yeah, you the, kind of expect them to... Yeah, super different than yeah. the others, yeah. Uh, finally, can we get some misleading spoilers for the upcoming content-heavy path? Uh, we already... I think you'll be singing its praises. <clears throat> huh? I don't That's get a, it. A, it's a misleading spoiler. Oh, okay, misleading, okay. Okay. I think maybe I see where you were going with that. Yes. <laughs> Draco Krakona says, prompted by Darth Thread, but it doesn't really apply there. Messing with ad blockers at all seems pretty clearly a bug. What do you guys count as a bug? As some examples of a borderline bug slash bug behavior, we have the use of Welcome Back in the Hidden City, post bird form zero turn adventure that gives you feather but triggers only on adventure.php. The use of wandering monsters in the Hidden City. Um, the use of running minus combat and skipping non-combats to get more super likelies. Example of modern zombies. Okay, well, so those first two are bugs and the third one is not. Just, and I'm not... 
this is not prescriptive. This is just gut reaction. Those okay. first those first two are like pretty clearly narratively weird. Right? Like I got attacked by a hipster's friend and so now I know what's in these ruins doesn't make any fucking right. sense whereas I went into these ruins and fought a pygmy and now I know what's in these ruins does make sense right whereas running non-combat in having non-combat be helpful in the init branch of the crypt like I need to just make those choice adventures non-skippable because that's not how that was supposed to work but then everybody will get mad hmm. you know like the the fact that so there's this weird meta knowledge about like what is a regular non-combat and what is a super likely and that i can see being pretty dissatisfying from a player's point of view because although there's a, a, there is a lot less of that than there used to be like sure, I, I think sure. there that, that, that you know level 11 has some sore thumbs as regards that but I mean, they're just they're they're indistinguishable from a, ca a casual player's point of view. And... Sure, but this in this particular case, like that zombie, does not feel like a non-combat, right? Like the zombie is a thing that happens more often the higher your initiative is, and that's just mm -hmm. how that works. And the fact that it is triggered by a super likely doesn't make it like. It doesn't put it in the same category as the non-combats. The only reason that plus non-combat helps in there is because the only non-combats that there are are skippable using zero turns. And so they count as free re-rolls on whether the zombie occurs or not. And that just, that sucks. <laughs> you know? It's like, because the whole point, the whole point of that revamp was... Ah, you know, plus non-combat is, like, the only thing that anybody fucking cares about to speed quests up. What if I made a quest where there it had these four different branches that explicitly rewarded things other than just cranking non-combat? Right. And I just... Do you not I have just, conditionals on individual monsters now? Or I guess you have conditionals on places... You locations. you do you do but what I I wanted control over the occurrence rate of the modern zombie that could not be afforded to me if it was also subject to the whimsy of the queue. I see. Right, and and so that's like that's a thing where it's like, well, if we want a monster to come up one fourth of the time, we can't just put four monsters in the zone and have it be one of them, because that is not at all what will happen once people start messing with it right and and so it's just it's it's one of those things i mean i you know y yeah i probably could have done that as a regular monster rather than a super likely that triggers the monster but it would have been less predictable which means it's less like there's more of a long tail on it not that I really care about a long tail on that, because that's a trick, but... Yeah, I mean... Also, in a lot of cases, like, whatever afternoon that was, I wanted to get the thing done that afternoon, so I did it in the way that 
was most readily available to my brain in terms of how to implement it, you know? And then years later, hundreds of people have hammered on it hundreds of times and figured out weird ways in which, oh, maybe some other decision you could have made would have been better. But, like, again, it's hindsight, you know? Yeah, I mean, the that whole monster and non-combat encounter system, like, I could imagine trying to rethink that from the ground up. But doing so would change so many fundamental ways in which people interact with the game at this point that it would probably be a fairly unpopular, even if it was technically a better system, you know? You know, I wonder... I wonder how much of it we can get away with. I mean, I think I think about that kind of thing, and like, yeah, you're right. It seems intimidating. It seems scary to do, but a lot of stuff seems intimidating and scary until we actually try it. You know. But yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. That 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 is too fundamental a thing to really mess with. Um. Anyway, he continues, these are all foibles of the encounter ontology being as it is, and I'm curious to hear your musings on the subject in general. Well, I hope that I hope that you enjoyed those musings. Aksaka says, have you ever encountered a person who represents any KOL class in real life? Uh, I don't know anybody who's tamed a turtle. Or stolen an accordion. <laughs> or stolen an accordion. Is, is, uh, is a disco bandit not a uh, themed after a friend of yours or is that just the disco banjo yeah he doesn't ever he he's way too conscientious to ever steal from anyone hmm okay and he's like me he can't lie that's a problem yeah <laughs> causes all kinds of issues in your life <laughs> El Accordionachi says I'd just like to say that as a non-speed player I enjoy the layout slash mechanics of the hidden city and I think something would be lost if it turned into a regular type zone um yeah, I. It's not going to just become a zone, right? Like I, when I when I said making it a regular zone, I meant making it so every time you click on anything in it, you're adventuring in a zone, and then whatever is going on in there is handled by the normal. The the uh, what is it the, uh, foible-ridden encounter ontology. <laughs> um, of Kingdom of Loathing, as opposed to it being its own like weird custom script, right? And I have some ideas. I have some ideas that I think will be fun. And, you know, there'll be more content in there than there was, and it'll probably take a little longer, so that will make a bunch of people real sad. <laughs> but whatever. Also, Jake, I know you're a bit down on Word Realms, but I'd just like to let you know that my entire family, including my three boys, age 12, 9, and 7, plays and enjoys it. Granted, my 7-year-old doesn't usually make words more than 3 or 4 letters long, but he still has fun. Well, good. Uh, Tuga says, hey, Jake Griffin, hot stuff. I just returned to the game last month after a two-year absence, and I'm enjoying the hell out of catching up on all the content I missed. Question, Ooh, would you ever do a consumption-limited challenge path? I enjoy the content of the challenge path, but honestly, during the five during the five-plus years I played, I mostly played Oxy because no path just takes up way too much real-life time. Running 200-plus turns a day, even semi-optimally, is a real challenge. Thanks. Well, that's the second time in this one thread that that idea has come up. So, yes, next challenge path. No turn gen. <laughs> None at all. Yeah. You have to you have to beat it in forty turns or restart. <laughs> Gygax says, Gentlemen, thanks for giving the Manuel some new love. I know this has been asked previously, Gentleman. but is there any way uh, we can have our Manuel stats appear on our profiles? I'm sure I'm not alone in spending a lot of effort collecting factoids and it'd be cool to show it off. Um yeah. Mm, yeah. 
that would be great, actually. Yep. That would be cool. Gygax also put says... A, put a count for how many familiars you've collected, too. You guys have been hinting at some exciting super secret stuff, which sounds possibly imminent. Without spoiling anything, as I'm sure you won't, would you say that this would be a good time to do some Oxy slash Bad Moon runs, or would it be a better idea to be in big in the short term? I would say that you are safe for at least a couple three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say I said three because I didn't want to say two because right. then then they would believe that they were safe for infinity. <laughs> right. It's definitely not gonna be two weeks. Three weeks is possible. So possible. I can see that. Yeah, I mean it's uh, we like we were really hoping to get this stuff done this month and we felt like that was fairly reasonable, but then but then hot stuff fell into a flu hole for ten days. Machiavelli says, what was Project Rex Manning Day all about? Did it have something to do with word realms? You know, I remember referring to something as that, but I have no fucking idea what it was. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, Sleepy Worm <laughs> says, yay! People keep saying that they only do PvP for the untradeable skills. Well, I think there should be a 100k swagger skill, bruised jaw, that works like <laughs> the smile of Mr. A, except differently. Please. <laughs> That's pretty good. I am I am still fairly secure in my belief that the rarer jaw bruisers are, the funnier they are. Hmm. Because it becomes more and more meaningful for you to use one. I I feel like that that's true to an extent, but there's got to be a point of no return. Well, so maybe we add a PVP skill that lets you burn someone's tongue and it does it with W's instead of M's. Okay. Or something. But uh, Let's see. Slash Kamai says, if you guys were going to have a theme song, one for Boris, Jarlsberg, and Sneaky Pete, what would you use for each one and why? You know, I meant to think uh, about this. Yeah, I, I would need more warning about and that And I one. didn't. Is there a... Huh, is there a, a more thematically Bor aggressive version of staying alive I mean maybe for Boris like Jesus built my hot rod huh okay he's, he's pretty metal yeah right uh Jarlsberg um come sail away no no uh Orinoco flow <laughs> um that sucks that the the song that has the lyrics sail away, sail away, sail away is called Orinoco Flow. Yeah, that's weird as hell. I mean, that that word, those words appear in the song, but not in any part that anybody cares about. Um, and let's see. I mean, staying, staying Alive is pretty good for Sneaky Pete, yeah. except it's the creepy 12% slowed down version of Staying Alive <laughs> that I accidentally put on a mix CD once. And then had to throw the mix CD away because it's fucking wrong. Here's a tip. If you ever want to creep the fuck out of yourself, just record, just burn to a CD a, a version of Staying Alive slowed down by 12%. Huh. Just 12%? Yeah. It's enough, believe me. <laughs> huh. I probably wouldn't bother you. You... <laughs> No, I'm, okay, that, that I, sounded insulting. I work at but, variable speed. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, my, both my both brain. because of the variable speed podcast thing and also because when I say, oh, wow, this song has a really weird time signature, you're like, a really what? 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 A really what time signature? A really weird what? A really what yeah. what? 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So. With regard, says Deathless Assassin, to retired challenge paths, what if you made it so quests never updated for them? That way you wouldn't need to worry about changes to the game, breaking bees, hate you, bugbear invasion, and so forth. That would be X times harder than the opposite of it, where X is the number of challenge paths that there are. Like, Wait, wait, what? Oh, 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 you mean like <clears throat> the quest for a bees hate you run... Is all yeah like oh, to make wow. it to make it so like the level nine quest was still the old level nine quest in bees hate you yeah, would be wow like, I no, don't I did not that understand would, that question that would be so much harder so much harder, so much harder and so much more work and so much more like logistical stuff to maintain than just just the because of the way score. that the game works yeah. like it's it, like yeah the yeah I mean the challenge paths are not like we make a copy out. of the game you know right yeah. Uh, Wax says, last time I listened to the radio, I didn't get dressed until two in the afternoon. Do people have an obligation to wear around the house clothes when getting up in the morning? Um, you know, I've been working at home a lot and there are boxers the whole time. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of times. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Makes it easier to like, just take a bath if you want to, you know, or like go for a swim. (laughs) Uh, can of maces is my favorite joke in the game. Well, good. It's can old. of maces is pretty good. Felony says, now that Equestria Girls is playing in theaters, we have conclusive proof what? that ponies can be converted into humans and vice versa. Which NPC in KOL would make the best pony, and how pretty would they look after ponification? Uh, well, it's too bad there's not an NPC of Riff, because Riff would make the prettiest, prettiest uh, pony. Gee, thank you. Yeah. I think I think the the tower guard would be an interesting pony. <laughs> Um, the Sporkinator says, I've been thinking a lot about the advertising slash lack of advertising what was Jick was lamenting last Thursday. One, don't under- underestimate the butterfly effect of small advertising attempts. I joined way back in the day during the Something Awful invasion, but quit once I reached the then naughty, unclimbable naughty sorceress tower. Several years later, seeing some girl at a bar wearing a saber-toothed lime shirt reminded me that the game existed and got me apparently permanently rehooked. Same thing happened to a friend of mine when he saw your coupon code in a bag of Gen Con goodies. Sure... <sighs> Side note, he says, I work for a law firm and we occasionally send out mostly useless legal update newsletters to old customers. Same principle. Remind people that you exist and they might check back in and spend some time slash money. That only works if reminding people that you exist is like free in terms of money and time, right? Well, not necessarily free in terms of money. No, like if in the long term, if doing that brings in more income than it costs then it's worth it's probably worth doing right do do you think though even though anecdotally we have encountered a couple of people who got here via seeing it in the gen con goodie bag right how likely do you think it is that that paid for itself i don't know i don't either It, it was not tremendously expensive no it wasn't but I would be a little surprised given how low the response rate was per, just in a percentage sense. Um, I'd be surprised if it paid for itself. Yeah, me too. Right, like, And it was pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and two, the, 
I know this idea has been brought up several times and shot down just as many, but please also consider increasing the number of platforms the game is available on. If you're aiming for more casual gamers, they're all migrating away from desktops and onto tablets slash phones. My wife, for example, used to play KOL, but now can't be bothered to play anything unless it's available while she's sitting in some toilet stall. I understand that keeping things working on multiple platforms is a giant pain in the ass and a money sink, but it is more of a sure thing investment-wise than developing new games. Side note too, I'm not suggesting you stop making new things. Word Realms is a lot of fun, and I'm sure your next endeavor will be even more entertaining. To port Word Realms to the iPad would probably cost five times as much money as Word Realms has made. I think they're talking about porting or having KOL run and better on a phone. Yeah. I mean, and you know, this is something that that people have brought up. Yeah. So I I thought of dozens of times. So I thought of something. I thought of something today. Um. So like everybody, everybody thinks that we should get rid of frames. Uh, because mm-hmm. they're wrong. Uh-huh. I thought about maybe putting in a thing in game.php that detected that if you were using an iOS device and mm-hmm. just replaced the frame set of game.php with Tabs. iframes. No. <laughs> uh-huh. mm, I don't think that Go ahead. No, explain with iframes. You know, you know, tab the tabs would would probably fucking work. I, I, you know yeah. what? You know what? I honestly bet that Chris and I could could in fifteen minutes come up uh-huh. with come up with a thing to prove you wrong about that as an idea. Okay. Yeah, but no, just just doing the same thing as the game now, just the default sizes of all the frames, but just putting them in iframes in a table. Mm-hmm. So that iOS would let you scroll them independently. Oh, I see. That's that is the the like that is chat, yeah. chat being that's a pain the, in the big ass. killer that I yeah. have found when and, trying to and do that, it on and, the iPad. And like from an implementation standpoint, that seems so crazy. Like I do not understand why safari on ios treats frames the way that it does and i think it's just because they're like eh, nobody uses frames fuck it <laughs> right but like it has really started to drive me fucking crazy the the way that mobile websites are starting to try to incorporate phone features like every time i go to scroll a web page and part of it scrolls and part of it doesn't Mm-hmm. even though they're not actually distinct from one another in any meaningful way. Every time I accidentally like slide my thumb to the right and bring some overlay menu across in front of the content that I'm looking at right. that I then can't figure out how to fucking close, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I really wish that your site did not support mobile browsers because <laughs> you would never do this shit if it didn't. Yeah, I don't know how good I don't know how good that browser detection stuff is. Like I don't know if we if I don't know if game.php can tell if you're using an iPhone or not, but you know, maybe there are maybe there are some little things that we could do that would make it better. Yeah, but would be really yeah. objectionable to me, but but make it better. Hi, Jick and Company, says Space Prawn. I've been learning Japanese recently, and I'm a little sad because Unicode characters aren't supported in KOL chat. This is especially fun when I play J-pop on the radio and chatbot sings with A-acute, A-pound, A-frac-14, A-sup, A-umlaut, A-sedil, A-frac-14, A. Bonus points if you read that aloud. Uh, anyway, how much effort would it be to make chat support Japanese characters? Is it a foreseeable project for KOL? Much love, Spacey. You know, we strip high ASCII out of a bunch of stuff because... Of some ancient 
exploit that involved using high ASCII to break quotes and <clears throat> therefore break database queries. Hmm. It's possible that it would not be difficult to make chat support high ASCII, but it's also possible that by doing that, we would open the door to you being able to type something into chat that would log everyone else out who was looking at chat. Watching chat. Yeah, and I just don't know. You, you also made it so that, that I couldn't send uh, ASCII art through chat anymore. Yeah, I did that at some point. I remember that. All right, well, I got to pee real, real bad, and we're out of questions. So I think it's time for us to end this week's Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Okay. Um, All right. Sorry I was so mad and called people names. I'm not sorry to the people who I called names because those people are fucking cocksucker assholes. But I'm sorry for setting a bad I feel example. Like we're in an episode of Deadwood. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone who is not part of the problem. And you guys know who you are. And I love you. And everything is going to be fine. Tell your mother I, that everything is going to be fine. I honestly, I even, you know, I, I, I think that even the people that you consider part of the problem are making the game more interesting because they're creating drama. <laughs> well, right, because there's got to be something for the hearts. Yeah. <laughs> something for people to talk about. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go pee and maybe read some articles about rape culture on Metafilter <laughs> uh, to improve my mood for Video Games Hot Dog, which stay tuned for that. Bye, everyone. See ya. Have a great week, everyone.